There have never been more options for your next vehicle, but the right choice has never been clearer. That's because Toyota has a high-performing hybrid built for your exact needs, like the stylish all-new Camry XSE Hybrid and Venza, the spacious Highlander and all-new Sienna with more cargo space, and the fuel-efficient and high-performing RAV4 Hybrid. Toyota hybrids save you time and money, filling up less often at the gas station. And of course, all with 10-year, 150,000-mile warranty on new models. Take the next step. Visit Toyota. Toyota.com slash hybrid or your local Toyota dealership to learn more. ¿Qué tal amigos? Mi nombre es Roman Rojas y Tremenda Vaina es el podcast donde te contamos cuatro historias que desafían la realidad. De las cuatro historias solamente una es mentira. ¿Cuál será? En el último episodio de Tremenda Vaina te contamos de un muchacho en China que vendió una parte de su cuerpo para comprarse un iPad. ¿Será verdad? ¿Será mentira? Suscríbete en iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify o tu plataforma favorita. También nos puedes seguir en Twitter, Instagram o Facebook. El mundo enfrenta una pandemia. Encuentre respuestas y acceda a información veraz y confirmada en el especial de NTN24 sobre coronavirus COVID-19. Escuche los contenidos de NTN24 en su plataforma de podcast favorita. Total Wine and More now offers curbside pickup and same-day delivery in Northern Virginia. Have great finds at great prices delivered right to your car or to your door. It's easy to discover the more ways Total Wine and More has you covered at TotalWine.com. Okay, guys, it's Halloween season. Oh, man. So what is your craziest Halloween memory? Ooh. Good question. Yeah. Frank, let's go. Frank! All right, I don't From have... the 1960s, go. All Yo, right, cool. what, really? On. That's mean. <laughs> Damn, that's fucked up. Nah, my, I have memories. From 1984 to 89. Oh, God. We, in the Heights, everybody terrorized the neighborhood by throwing eggs at cop cars and MTA buses mm. and throwing rotten platanos and eggplants from the roof. Those were my best memories. So, wait, so you had these rotten platanos for like everybody two months? Everybody would do that. It was like Games of Thrones. Blocks would be against blocks. It was wow. really crazy. I tell you guys about this all the time. No, you do. I remember. Every Your day. mother must have been pissed. And it's my platano! La yuca mía no está aquí, coño. All right, I'll jump in. Uh, I remember uh, in Connecticut, there was like a, an egg war. Mm. And it got so bad that everyone got in cars and there was like a, a like a high-speed chase Damn. with like sparks and everything for like 10 minutes. And I thought I was going to die. Damn. Uh, but everything worked out. Wow. Well, I one year dressed as a very slutty ballerina. Oh. Every year? Is that a tradition? Or no, no. It was one year. <laughs> I dressed as a slutty ballerina and uh, I got fingered by the DJ while he was spinning in the Yo. DJ booth. Wait, what the hell? Okay, and, wait, uh, I did not expect this. That is why I'm in a very happy marriage today. I love my DJ husband. And I knew at that moment, Yo, me this too. is the man of my dreams. Wow. Me wow. Too, me too is going to be calling us. Uh, wow. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Jamie. Mine's is just boring. I, um... I just remember the first time I got hit by an egg. Oh. I, I started cr crying on the street. And I was like, I think I was like a pirate or something. So I was like crying through my eye patch. <laughs> I got a hook in my hand. I got eggs all over my pirate hat. And I just started bawling in the middle of the street. So. Oh, Jamie. Not exactly a hollow winner. The Latinos Out Loud Podcast. Yo 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 yo
is it, everybody. This yeah, yeah, is yeah, it. Yeah. You know what this is? What is it? Yeah, uh, what is it? I, uh, a podcast or something? It is. You're getting close. All right. Warmer, warmer. Anybody uh, else jump in? Feel free. Like a, uh, Latinos and they're doing yeah, something. Yup, yup. Yep. I think we're like louder. Yep, so yep, loud, yep, yep, yep. What is it? Put Lat- it all together. Latinos Alaw. That's it. Yeah. This is the Latinos Alaw podcast. Hello, this is season four, episode seven. Wow. Feeling lucky. Luck be a podcast tonight. Nice. Yes. <laughs> Hi, everyone. I'm Rachel La Loca. What's going on? I'm Michael La Loca. No, you're not. What are you doing? <laughs> What the bago hasn't been working, and I think the lo- the loca has been working for you. So I'm gonna start using Michael the loca. Let's see how that works. Mm-hmm. J friends the loca. I don't like it. Frank Nibs. What are you all stupid? <laughs> Frank the loca. What do you? No, I. Why not? It works for you. Yeah. Let's borrow it. Come on, it's Halloween week. Come on. Or. Ten days, whatever. We're all gonna be that'd be crazy if we were all Rachel for Halloween. <laughs> oh my god. What's up? I'm Rachel La Loca. Hey! Both I do splits and get fingered at the DJ booth. Don't That's be, amazing. Don't be jealous. Don't be jealous. It was pretty I was like, how are you spinning at the same yearly, time? Is that a yearly tradition? Is that like a yearly tradition? Did I tell you, you about the Halloween uh, that I got fingered in the back of a, of a ballet? It was a small ass DJ booth too. I was like, wait, what are hey, we doing? <laughs> <laughs> Is it that funny? Hell yeah! Oh my god! Okay. How you fall in love with him? Oh, long story. It was that long night. Story, y'all. I'm, I'm glad, that, I'm glad you wow. didn't tell your your embarrassing Halloween story. Like it's just like. To a bunch of kids or something like that. Oh, yeah. So kids, yo, my craziest Halloween, one I day, got fingered. I'm going to tell our children, Donovan, Benjamin, one day your daddy and I for Halloween. <laughs> oh, my goodness. How's everybody doing? I'm good. Uh, question. Who played Answer. the lottery? Who played the lottery today? I played today? it. I played you it. played it? My husband did. Yeah, I played it today. Yeah. My girl did. I, I don't. You don't play the lottery? I just don't know what to do. Like I'm just like I go, when I go in there, I'm like, what, what do I say? Like, hey, give me yo, the play the lottery. Yo, with your girlfriend plays, you can mooch off of her if she wins. Yeah, anyway. yo, she wins. Hell yeah, bro. You yeah, good, dog? Yeah. I told her I'll put in the money, just get a bunch, and yeah. you know, I'll, I'll give in like two bucks. It's cool. <laughs> I feel you know sometimes people get fancy like with how they buy it. It's like give me ten bucks or something. Like there's a fancy way of getting a lotto ticket. Mm. There's like a whole group text with Frank, yo. There's like I got a group text like with yeah. ten dudes and everybody. With Angel, Rich, yeah. everybody. Yo. We put in like ten, twenty bucks. Everybody, we do like a pool. Okay, so, so if we win, like, we find out we, tonight. Nah, hell yeah! If we win, if my whole crew wins, we already got shit planned out already. Oh damn! Yeah, yep, I like that. You're what you got planned? We're going to Brazil. Word. Yup, we're getting a villa. We're gonna buy Brazil. If kind of, man. We're going. We're going in. <laughs> me and the boys. Me and the boys got it already planned out. I I, I would wanna. Be like a secret billionaire. I wouldn't want to get like the, you know when people pick up the big ass check and you're on the papers. Like I wouldn't want people to know who I was. I want to be like the Banksy of billionaires. Dang. Just yeah. be on the DL, and then like, but I'm a secret billionaire. So like, if I'm hanging out with my friends, I'll always pick up the t- the, the bill. Right. I'll be uh, super generous, s- and people be like, Jamie's really generous with his money. But see, they don't know I'm a billionaire. You know what uh, I'm <laughs> I thought it's because you're Latino, and everybody be like, Jamie, you got like five hundred thousand I could borrow. <laughs> like the Latino family be calling you up the minute. They find out your Puerto Rican side of your family will be calling you for oh sure. My God. Right. Oh my god, your no, papa, yeah. what's up, man? All the fifth cousins. Been a while. Remember, I lended you like ten dollars back in '89. Papa, you owe me a book. That's three thousand dollars. Mira, yo. this is your fifth cousin. I know you had a crush on me when you were younger. <laughs> we could do this. <laughs> oh my god, for a price. 
If I won, I would buy the Levi Strauss company yeah. and name it Rachel Strauss. Oh, that's yeah. genius. Clever. Yeah. Clever. I feel like you've yeah. had this dream for a while. Well, <laughs> even before the lottery, I think you would want to do that, right? I just really am mad that, like, you know, my mom, the Dominican, married Alan Strauss, the Jew. I think she thought that he was related to one of the famous Jews. Damn. The Strausses, the Abraham and Strauss, the Levi Strauss. Nope. Well, Poor uh, Jews of Brooklyn. That's us. <laughs> Nope. You know, like a car part too. The, the... R&S Strauss. R&S, nope, yeah. not related. No. Nope. Este judío pobre no tiene cuarto. Solo tiene los ojos azules. That's it. What would you guys do if you won? Mike, what would you do? Ah, mm. uh, I would buy Univision. Oh. oh. Okay. Actually, that was Eddie's, but uh, I'm borrowing it. Okay. Uh, yeah, and I and actually I would hook up. The studio for me, I would be separate. Like, you know how Howard Stern has his own thing? What would you do? What do you mean? Separate in what way? Have like his separate, own wing like of the building? My, my wing, yeah. I would record you, from one side and you guys would be on the other side. You build oh. a wall? You build a yeah, wall build between a wall. everyone? It's okay. fucked up, Mike. Dang. Of course. All right. <laughs> yeah. I would want to just have like body, like hire like a, a, a team of bodyguards oh. and just walk around with bodyguards all the time. But live my regular life. Like, I'll be here and my bodyguards are just like hanging around me and shit. Yeah. <laughs> if somebody says hi, they're like really like, hey, whoa, 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 not, not too close, not too close. And I'm like, nah, it's okay, it's okay, it's my mom. All right. It's my mom. <laughs> Listen, Rachel, um, I don't know if you may know this, but I, I have a boner pick. Oh, oh here we oh, go. Oh. He has a boner. I don't know why you choose to do this on the podcast. I do, because you know what? we I, talk I, every day on the we phone. We do, but... You know, when I do text you, sometimes you don't get the text right away because apparently I found out. See, this is how I found out. Rachel does a screenshot. She sends it to me. I am me. screenshot oh, queen. Yeah, so be careful, everybody. I've, got, I've gotten in trouble podcast. with him with screenshots. I'm yeah, because you were talking shit about me and Jamie in the group text and some screenshot. I'm like, Frank, you gotta be you, careful. are you aware? You just, I'm going to write a book about uh, how to do it. So anyway, so Rachel sends me uh, a screenshot. And I noticed she has the symbol of do not disturb near my phone. Dang it. So that means she ignores my text messages. Damn. Meaning you don't get an alert. So what happens if there's an emergency, Rachel? You are a super texter, Michael (laughs) Diaz. You text so much. I would bet money that your fingers are crooked from texting so much. Like if I were to well, look at your Well, I'm not like your thumb. husband, so it's not from other things. <laughs> Damn, okay. Wait, so I got a crooked vagina? What did that mean? I don't understand that. Um, but no, listen, I would take it as a compliment if I were you because that just means we talk so much yeah. that you're one of my super texters on my list and I put the do not disturb because... You know, Rachel, there's just... That's he's, a weird. Got, he's gotten me to that point, so I, I totally understand. You feel me well, on that, right? Wait, Rachel, well, how do you do that? Do Rachel, you have to go to... If, if you look right here, I've had you for three months, so I've been doing the You're same thing such an a-hole. <laughs> so wait, why... Do you have to go to the advanced settings for something like yeah, that? So, yeah, yeah, pretty yeah. much. Okay, you right. just go, like, do not disturb. Oh, but you're not an iPhoner. You're an Android. I'm an Android. Yeah, how does that one. work? You just don't get my calls. It's like, it doesn't work. <laughs> it doesn't go through. It's like, why is this not working? Hello? I'm, don't take offense to it, please. <coughs> I'm not. I'm just. I, was, I figured you were kind of. Can we? Me. Can you both take your both of yourselves off? Do not disturb right I'll now. I'll do it right now, Rachel. Like in front of each other. No, no, Let's call it no. Let's call it Look, everybody. I'm gonna do it right now. Look. No, I'm not gonna do it because listen, I have kids that are sleeping, especially the baby. <laughs> so, but what? Are, we spoke about this. What are you doing with your phone under the pillow? Put it like across the room or something. I don't know. Uh, you don't I'm wake me up when you te- when you text me. I use my phone as my alarm, so it's under my pillow um 
I need it, you know, in case I have to watch some porn real quick. Or anything else that women do with their phones. (laughs) Stop (laughs) acting like y'all don't, ladies. Porn? Don't even. Don't even. That's crazy. Don't even. Okay? Don't even. Look at your girls recently visited links. I guarantee. Do not disturb. She's looking up she's looking up Shane Diesel. Okay? Yeah. Google it, ladies. Yo, Shane Diesel, who's that? If you don't know about Shane Diesel, you should look him up. Topic. Oh shit! Um, uh, Jamie, how was your weekend? Uh, I went apple picking. Oh, that's along cool. with, oh my god, wow. me too. Along with everybody else on Instagram, I guess, because everybody <laughs> went apple picking this weekend. You went apple picking too? I went pumpkin picking. Oh, oh. is it yeah. the same farm? There's. <laughs> I think I saw some pumpkins hanging around. You're so New York City. Yeah, I, I don't know. But yo, but I went like it was so cold to go apple picking. Like, and plus all the apples have been picked, so there's like trees oh, with nothing no. on them and shit. Man, like I'm picking leaves. <laughs> they didn't let me climb the trees. Like I was looking forward to climb a tree and get apples, and they were like, they had signs like no climbing. I'm like, what the? What, what the am I doing? Is? I'm not here to actually eat the apples. I want to just yeah, like who eats the apples? Yeah, I never eat the apples. What do you do with so many apples? How, just, mu- how much are the apples when you buy them? Uh, I think I feel like you pay. I, they they have like a little. Um, they measure it or some shit. Hey, you oh. buy they weigh a, it. They yeah. weigh it, right? They weigh it, wow. Some places you buy a basket. You fill up the basket so you can fill up as many as you want in that basket, and you just buy. Yo, the basket. you look mad cold in your videos, bro. Yo, it was cold. Holy shit! It's like bro. not apple picking weather. Like maybe chocolate. I, I would pick chocolate in that weather. You know, something that I would actually eat. You know what I mean? Yeah. Pizza, pizza picking. I'd be down for that. Yeah. But apples, you're just like, you look at apples, you're like, all right, I mean, I take two bites and then throw it out, throw it on the floor. <laughs> I'm good. Rachel, I saw your pictures with Donovan and We went the, pumpkin uh, picking. I'd never been pumpkin picking before. How was it? Um, shenanigans, yeah. I think. Uh, first of all, we went to a place on a weekend, which I will never do again. Why not? 75,000 fucking kids. That's, oh, that's a lot. I could see the germs in the air. That's how bad it was. <laughs> like, I could see the little, you know disgusting boogers floating. Wow. Like, one of us is going to get sick. That's number one. Um, and you don't really pick the pumpkins. Oh, no. They what pick the pumpkins for you, and you select a pumpkin. Oh. I thought I was going to, like, pick it from the patch and, like, see the Cabbage Patch Kids and, like, you know, like, for real experience, <laughs> picking a pumpkin. Get the adoption papers for the Cabbage Patch You know what I'm kids. saying? <laughs> but no, it's like they, they pick them, they put them in a grassy field, and you go nuts, and you pick the one you don't want. Don't like, pumpkins pretty much look the same? I mean, it's like, it's how you carve it, right? It's not you know, really... The gourd family of vegetables is actually really interesting. <laughs> we could do a whole podcast on just gourds, but we won't today. Okay. Pumpkin is a gourd. Oh. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. I knew, knew that. that. I knew that. I knew that. Anyway, net, net. Uh, it was all right. It was terrible. Uh, my kid threw up in the petting zoo. Oh, Yo, shit. wait. Your 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 son throws <laughs> up everywhere. Every <laughs> week you come in here and he throws up everywhere. In an Uber, in a petting zoo. Yeah, he's got a little issue. Yeah. Oh, and shit. and you know it became clear to me this weekend. I was like, oh my god, he has. My anxiety. He has inherited. I was like, "Good luck, kid. You have a lifelong of therapy ahead of you. (laughs) Welcome, welcome to being my son." Um, But it's all good. He just got a little anxious in the petting zoo, and there it was, vomit on me and the goat. The goat looked at me like, "The fuck is this?" (laughs) The goat was like, "I signed up for this." That could have been a viral hit, though. You know, you should have had that on video. I actually got embarrassed because there were so many people, and like all the moms were like. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Maybe like an evil eye. Like, ugh. I mean, we, you know, there was a lot of vomit on the floor. You had to like wow. walk around it. The oh, goat was God. full of vomit. You couldn't feed the, vo- the, 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 the goat, goat anymore. The goat had vomit. <laughs> he threw up on the goat. Did they, and then the goat vomited himself. <laughs> <laughs> Every animal just started vomiting, like just after the fact. The goat like, did start to gag. He was uh, like, uh. 
damn. No, it was all right. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> I did it because I feel like I have to as a mom, yeah. you know? It's an American pastime. Is it? Yeah, it I is. guess. Frank, you uh, used to go? Upstate? Never. Oh, okay. I used to, around the hood, I used to take the chestnuts. That's what I, I that's <laughs> that the only thing I ever picked. Chestnut, Pine cones? Chestnut picking? Yeah. That's in the Heights? <laughs> that's it. In Jew Park on uh, 175th. Wait, what park? It's called Jew Park. Jew? Are you saying wait, Jew Park? Jew. Yeah, Jew sorry, park. no offense to Rachel. I mean, a little wow. taken. What does that mean? Well, it's J Hood Park, and they renamed it to oh, Jew God. Park. Why? Wow. Oh, that aware park of that. used to have a lot of Jewish people back in the 40s. Oh, right. that's not so bad. Uh, okay. I just thought he was being insensitive, but it's cool. No, nah, okay. that's not me. No offense taken. <laughs> no, never. Frank, Frank being insensitive? Never. It's actually a cute story, <laughs> after all. Yes, thanks. I don't mind a park being named after Jews. There you go. Thanks. Um, so I think it's time for the the pochincha bites. Yes. Mm. I've been waiting all day. Ay. I've been waiting all night. Ay. I've been waiting all day. Ay. Pochincha Ay. bites. Ay. I've been waiting all day. Pochincha. I've been waiting all night. Ay. I've been waiting all day. Pochincha Ay. bites. Ay. Hey, what's up, everybody? Hey, hey what's up? How you doing, bro? What's going on, Jamie? No pressure, Jamie. Yeah, right. Jamie. What's up? We're gonna start out this week talking about um, Ashanti. What is this? Who's TB- that? Is this TBT? Who's uh, that? Who, who's that? Ashanti. Uh, exactly. Because Ashanti had to cancel uh, an upcoming concert at Stony Brook University. Oh my gosh, um, she's performing at a college. Damn, wow. times are hard. She sold only twenty-four tickets. Wait, come, in, come again? She sold only twenty-four tickets to her concert, Damn. so they had to cancel it. Ja Rule must have bought all the twenty-four tickets. <laughs> 24 tickets. I think Ja Rule probably... I think if Ja Rule was added to the show, it would only bump her up to 40, maybe. The crazy thing is, like, Stony Brook University has, like, thousands of students. So... Poor Only girl. 24? Yeah, I don't think college students now would even know who Ashanti was. They probably would point. think that that was like, uh, like I don't know, like a yoga seminar or some <laughs> shit. Yeah. Yo, I mean, I, this, this, uh, this Ashanti's really clearing she up She should have never gotten rid of her sideburns. If she kept her sideburns, she would have sold that like at least 300. Does she still have those sideburns? No, she got rid of them. She had those Elvis sideburns. Like, yeah, 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 she that did. Was, but, people, very... um, but that was like her thing. Yeah. You know? um, in her defense, though, Tiana Taylor was originally supposed to perform and she canceled. Oh. So they only had like two weeks to promote. But I feel like even if they had like only two days to promote, 24 is way too low. That is terrible. How much were the tickets? At a college? What are they, $10? They probably wow. at that point were probably trying to give them out after they didn't sell, and it was like, nope, nobody Man, wants nobody them. would take them. She like, got mad excited, too, like, oh, we got you a gig out in Comac, Long Island. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, three miles from Riverhead. You can see Connecticut. Wait, who, who put Murder, Inc. was up behind it, or no? She's all by It's herself. murder. No, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know how to, what was the promotion? Were they like, I think all the email blasts went directly to people's old AOL emails. Oh, <laughs> and MSN. Hey, that's hey. where all my Ashanti-related emails are <laughs> in my AOL, like, you know, library of old emails. At roadrunner.net. Yo, you heard that new Ashanti track? That's like, oh, 90, that's 99? No, it was around 2001. She was in 2001. Poor I think at this Ashanti. point, Ashanti probably, like, tries to hit up, like, she asks family members if she could, like, sing at their weddings, and they're like, no, we're good. We have a DJ. Damn. <laughs> no, no need, Ashanti. We're good. I know you're always there when we call, and you're always on time, but... Oh, damn it! Come on. Uh, Always there you, when you call. But uh, yeah, anyway, moving on. 
moving on. We we still love Ashanti. I think they should have probably just like a Monica, like a Monica. I would. I think people would have gone see. Who's I that? Love Monica. Oh my God, Even Monica. Monica. Oh, yeah, yeah, or like a Brandy. Yes, Brandy. There's yeah. better old school. With Ray J. Escape. There's better old school R and B. Yeah. People that I genuine. Think Genuine. Genuine would have been good. Jump on it. My phone. 25 tickets Call, right there. Uh, who's the guy that's saying, uh, she lied to me, and I do, and I do, dude. Return of the Mac. That's I'm trying to bring oh, the title. Oh, shit. Okay, Jamie, wow. that's she's <laughs> Oh, my God. I love that song. This podcast um, is going in a different direction. I okay. know. Anyways, wow. next, next, but change your bite. Yes. Uh, this past weekend, New York City Police Department and the Metropolitan Transportation Authority teamed up to produce a haunted subway. Ooh. Which I feel like makes no sense. I know, that happens on the record. Because the, the real subway is scarier than any haunted subway could be. <laughs> you don't want to get on that bum car. Y'all know about the bum car. That's, that would be, I, I would rather walk into a room in a haunted house than walk into an empty bum car. Oof. Like where that one bum is just sitting in the middle of the... Middle of the, the wow. train. They're just all sleeping, and it's reeks of urine. And then the one cop comes in. All right, all right, break it up. Let's go. <laughs> I love the cop. Wow. Like, no, there's nothing in a haunted. A haunted is a ghost gonna start masturbating in front of in front of me? No, no, because that's what happens in the real train. You're right. <laughs> and, and are there gonna be? Uh, I don't know, like uh, rats walking in between your feet. <laughs> Never. Oh yeah, real rats, exactly. Like, uh, yeah, the it clown is scary, but not scarier than like being approached by a bunch of teenagers in a gang. Ooh, you know, with box cutters. Oh, wow, wow that's more the... of like a. This is like seventies, bro. What are you talking about? That, no, that's like a late nineties crime. Yeah, you know, when they used to ask like what the time was, and then like people would get slashed. Ooh, no, that that's, that was the first rule. Never, if somebody asks for you the time on the subway, never give it to them. Because really? once you look down, yeah, 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 you no, might get slashed. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, tourists would always be like. Sure, it's twelve oh slash. But no, I don't. Yeah, empty subway cards. <laughs> yeah, no, you know what? So I don't think we need a haunted subway next year. I think that was like a bad idea. Um, a quick, a quick, a quick story that I didn't. I wanna, I wanna. I have another minute. I didn't go through in the meeting beforehand, but I remembered it this week. There was like a. Um, there was a, a apartment house party, and like during the party, the actual the floor just like oh, fell I through, that shit. That shit and everyone crazy. fell down. What? Everyone yeah. fell into the next yeah. apartment building. Yeah. This wasn't in New York, but I'm thinking like everybody who does house, that. house parties in the city are gonna be paranoid now. Yeah. Because every building in New York is probably like not structurally sound. Mike, you used for... to throw a lot of house parties. Yeah, yeah. You used to yo. throw some serious house parties, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Yo, my and house I... parties were like. Yo, and that, and it was, the funny thing about it, I remember preparing for one, and then our boy Carlos was like, yo. Yo, your, balco- your... your balcony. Your balcony sometimes had like 50 people. That shit felt like it was on a club. You were on like the 135th floor. Right? No, it was no, dangerous. It was, no, it wasn't. It was dangerous. Like he was, yeah, he, you were like in the 50th floor. And everybody was drunk on the balcony. Oh my yeah. god! Yeah, it, everybody was like, yeah, just like at the edge of each uh, the balcony. I was like scared <laughs> that somebody was gonna fall yeah, to yeah, the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, um, luckily no one collapsed. So we're good. Wow. Yeah. Good, good, good. Well, no. But anyway, I just had to mention that, and uh, that's it for today, this week's bites. All, All right. right. And guess what? We are now having a segment we haven't had in a very long time, Rachel. It's been some time. It's the first one of this season. It is time for the local list. Ooh. Yeah. Come on, come on. Local. Uh. Local. It's the queen, y'all. Local. 
The Localist. Get ready, it's back. Hello. Hey. It's been a long time. Yeah. I shouldn't have left you without a dope list to step to. Yeah. All right, here we go. Everyone's this, rapping today. Yeah, I like the theme of this episode. Okay, so today's Localist is the top five female Halloween costumes you don't want to you rock. Don't. Mm. You don't. You don't. Ladies, listen up. Now, with every localist, you know, I like to educate a little bit. So, as kids, we accept trick-or-treating as normal behavior. But, what is so funny? You and your wordplay is just amazing. Oh, okay. But the October 31st tradition is really weird when you really think about it. Yep. The folklore of Halloween is a hybrid of pagan, Celtic, Catholic, and ancient Roman traditions. Mm. The holiday is thought to date from the Iron Age, which was around 800 B.C. October 31st marks the last day of the Celtic calendar. And for the Celtic folklore believers, Halloween was a day of celebration before winter, which brought the death of life and nature and the harvest. Wow. Similarly, Gaelic people believed it was important to honor the dead on what was essentially their New Year celebration. Mm. And in the Roman Catholic Church, All Saints Day, which is also referred to as All Hallows or Hallowmas, is celebrated on November 1st. Mm. And it is a day for honoring saints and the recently departed. So the tradition came to include practice is to ward off the spirits and honor the dead and that is why we head to Party City to find the costume that best fits our inner freak. Ah. Makes ah, a lot of sense, right? Sense. Are we going to have a quiz after the list about yeah, this? Yeah, like- Yes. <laughs> If we get if we get it wrong, do we get kicked off the podcast? Um, I'll get back to you on that, but no, I need you guys here. So number five, Playboy Bunny. Oh, All right, oh, guys, yeah, enough man. is enough, That's ladies. Played, played out. This is essentially telling everyone that you fuck like a rabbit, mm. and you may even take it in the butt with that furry little tail on your crack. Wow, Have some man. dignity. I, re- honestly. I just read the articles. Have some Me dignity. Too. Number four, the evil witch. Every year, every year, the evil witch. This is also sending clear signal signals that you may be a real bruja or have evil tendencies. That's how I know all the, all the brujas in the neighborhood. There you go. So you're welcome, men. Okay, take notes. Um, number three, the sexy ninja. Mm. Really? Yeah. So this is also a true giveaway to your inner workings. Yeah. Um, the functions of an actual ninja, in case you don't know, include espionage, sabotage, infiltration, assassination, and guerrilla warfare. Sounds like my ex. Yeah. So sip on wow. that. Damn. You, okay. you know your ex listens to the podcast, too. <laughs> yeah. She's, she's going to be pissed. Now, sexy nun. Yeah. Sexy nun is number two. Oh, mm-hmm. Highly yeah. offensive. Now, if it were a few years ago before I was baptized and converted to Roman Catholicism, I'd be like, oh my God, you're such a cute sexy nun. But now that I'm Catholic, it's no, no, no. It's a, th- it's a thought nun, nun? You can't do this. All right? I'm not even going to get into the implications of dressing up as a nun, okay? You'll find out all those answers the day you meet St. Peter at the gates of heaven when he sends your ass on an express elevator down. Ooh. I went to Catholic school. I could tell you for a fact there's no real sexy nuns. No. None of them were sexy. Huh? None yeah. of them were sexy? Uh, I didn't even know I did that. Yeah, yeah. you did that. You did. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, and the number one costume to not dress up as, it's actually a collective. So, mm. you know, if we've seen these. The geishas, the rastas, mm. the Mexicans with the poncho and the sombrero, the Arab sheik, Pocahontas, Holocaust survivor. Wait, Please. what? Holocaust Wait, survivor. That is a real costume. Go to Party City. There's a costume no, of no, Anne Frank. I swear on my life. No, are you serious? My only question is who came up with these costumes and where can they apply to work for the Trump administration? Damn. Uh, on my, that 
note. You got to get rid of the cop. You know, uh, the cop for the cur- for the girls and the nurse. Oh, those yeah. are super thought. No, but costumes. the cop has handcuffs. I mean, that, those are handcuffs. Right. Oh, you You're like right. that, huh? I mean, you freak. <laughs> <laughs> Better than the nun. This brings back bad memories. Well, thank you so much, Rachel. You're welcome. For educating us. You're welcome. Is there a pop quiz now? Yes, after the show, multiple choice. Don't worry. Okay. I got your back. And uh, now it's time for the fake news. The views, opinions, and insinuations made by Frank Nibbs do not necessarily reflect or represent those held by the Latinos Out Loud podcast. Live from La Gran Manzana, it's Frank Spirison News with Frank Nibbs. Hello, folks. Hi, Frank. Hi, Rachel. How are Hi, you? Frank. Hey, Frank. Hi, Frank. How you doing, guys? Good, We're good, Frank. Frank. Thanks for asking. Okay, guys. Today, I'm going to cover a subject very simple, but I'm going to leave the, the bits and the, like, the good stuff towards the end. Oh, I'm going to talk about the moon. Okay, yeah. As you guys know, I've covered the moon in our lost episodes, the LOL lost episodes. Yes. I covered the fake moon landing. Yes. yes. And I covered, I mean, basically how that whole thing was fake. Uh-huh. And they always put like little signals. Like, for example, Neil Armstrong, right? You take the first, Neil, the first name Neil and you take the A from Armstrong and it spells alien. <gasps> right? We covered that, remember? Oh, yeah, sure. yeah. Wow. So that's just letting us know. He's got right? He's giving us signals, <laughs> he's right? Chills, bro. Right? And how this whole moon thing is fake. Now, there's a movie I want you guys to check out. It's called... Right Op- now? You want us to stop the podcast? <laughs> now, right now. After the podcast. It's I so want you- literal, Mike. Uh, yeah, okay. I want you guys to check out this movie. It, it's called Operation Avalanche. It came out in 2016. It's about two CIA agents that are placed into the NASA project when they were actually doing the moon landing. And these two CIA agents find out that NASA is actually faking the moon landing and Stanley Kubrick is filming it. That was so Dominican, by the way. NASA. 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 <laughs> Porque ya tú NASA. sabes. Nasty NASA. Stanley Kubrick. All right, Stanley Kubrick. Uh, NASA no es real. De, de sounds, that All sounds right. like a bad Nicolas Cage movie. I'm sure, <laughs> it better not be one of these Netflix, director Netflix movies. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Stanley Kubrick, who uh, who is one of my favorite cinematographers, he did movies like A Clockwork Orange, The Shining, and one of my favorite films. You guys have to check it out. It talks about secret societies. It's called Eyes Wide Shut. Yeah, with Tom Cruise. Yes, yeah. and Nicole Kidman. Stanley Kubrick passed away three months after this film was released. Wow. Okay? And coincidentally, he had did no... Did he his death? No, he had no health issues, by the way. Did he die on the moon? No. God. <laughs> <laughs> Fake moon, Rachel. Guys, this, moon. Is, my this, bad, is, my bad. this is really scary. He died like two weeks after he gave his first rough cut to Warner Brothers. And they have edited that film like many, many of times. But anyway, let's get away from Hi, Stanley Kubrick. Us. I don't want to get you guys wrapped up in Stanley I'm Kubrick. I'm hung up on that. But I want to okay. give you guys <laughs> the next bit of news, huge news that's come out of China. Okay. All right? China is set to launch an artificial moon into space to replace streetlights in the year 2022. All right, I want you guys to hear this. This is huge. China's government has announced plans to send a fake moon or even a few fake moons into the sky over China. Officials hope to launch the artificial moon in 2020 it, so its fake light can brighten the shadows. The so-called illumination satellites are not meant to replace the moon. China Daily reports, instead, the satellites will be designed to complement the light of the real moon. Although it's hard to imagine, they won't outshine the real moon as their lights are expected to be eight times brighter than the actual moon. If anybody could do it, it's the Asians. 
Okay? I'm telling you, if they could build these great cars, they could build a fucking moon. This is huge. Absolutely. That's an expensive Con Air bill, though. <laughs> yo, this fake moon, yo. Yo, turn it up for, for an hour. The this shit is mad expensive. Yo, turn it up. Damn it. The government hopes the quote-unquote illumination satellites will make the moonlight a little brighter and they wouldn't, you wouldn't need less street lamps and lower the electricity costs, state media reports. The satellites will provide a dust-like glow over the city, okay? Within, mm. you can light up within a few feet of the city or replace street lights altogether. So you won't have street lights, you won't have car lights, you won't have, you won't need any, it'll be like daylight all the time, Rachel. Wow. What about us, though? What about you? You're saying China, but what about us? Are well, we... that's coming over here eventually. Okay. All right. They're like, fuck y'all. No, this is for us. Trump is going to be like, all right, I want to do a new moon. <laughs> I want a new sun. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I want everything. All right. He everything wants... new. Everything. Guys. He won't share with the This though. satellite will harness all the power from the sun and the moon, and it would glow, I mean, bigger than the actual moon that we see right now. This is, like, unprecedented. Okay, but what is it going to cost the taxpayers? That's what I want to know. Good How question. do you get a moon out there? Yeah. What kind of tow truck you got to bring yo, a the moon chi- to space? That's city hall meeting no, about, like, yo, ship. guys, you want to do a fake moon? Oh. Hear me out. Yeah. Everybody in the neighborhood is going to be like, wait, what? Sir, is there anything to worry about? Because usually you make us feel worried first, and then you take it back. And then you say it's going to be all right. Yeah. No, no, no. Everything, is there any radiation every, No, this is, this is all part of the technology movement. I keep on telling you guys. We are advancing at such a rate right now that we are going to see unprecedented technology come before our eyes. Wow. Yeah, Rachel. So are we going to get a homework assignment? Do we have to see this movie? Are you gonna I want you guys quiz? to see it because this really touches on a lot of stuff that, you know, I always tell you guys, the movies really tell us what's going on. So I want you guys to see this movie. This movie is very, very important. Interesting. I, I feel like this movie is going to be hard to find, though. Like, no, no, no. It's on. You can find it on Netflix. Oh, it's on find, Netflix. Yeah, even on YouTube. It came out in 2016. Oh, damn. If they have full movies on YouTube, that's not a good sign. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, see the full movie Yo, on YouTube. Yo, just read the comments first. <laughs> read the comments first. Then we'll know. Thanks, well, Frank. Thank you so you, much, You guys Frank. are so welcome. Very enlightening. Uh, get it? Ah, uh, you got it, Rachel. Me. I mean, Rachel. Get it? <laughs> All right. Cool. All right, you guys, this is the part of the show where we interview an amazing guest, and she is amazing. Oh, my God, you guys, she's a digital media maven. What does that mean? You're about to find out. Put your hands together. <laughs> Melissa Sweets is in the building. Yeah! Yeah! yeah. Well, Hi. how sweet is it to have you here, Melissa Sweets? Oh, my God, I'm so excited. Rachel, I'm like your biggest fan, I swear uh, to God. Shut up. Uh, I'm a fan Rachel. of yourself. Melissa, oh Melissa. Sorry, Juan, it's Melissa, over. Melissa. <laughs> There's been a trend this season yeah. where the guests comes in, yeah. they bond, and me and Jamie, we just, just take off our headphones and we just But I already out. bonded with you guys. Yeah, yes, I've you never have. really bonded with that Rachel. That is true, okay. my sister. Right. You know what I mean? That is true, right. sister soldier. God. Okay, go ahead, bond. Well, we're going to do it right now. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Take a seat, take a pause. <laughs> Welcome to the Latinos Out Loud podcast. Yes. This ain't nothing new to you. You, no. you like, you know the I've mic. I've been doing this for you know the headphones. Yes. Could you just let our listeners know, like, give us a little background on Melissa Sweets? Um, sure. I mean, I started uh, at a radio station in Patterson. <laughs> Dirty um, Jersey. Pete Town. Pete yeah. It, there was a rooster in the background, you know. And what? It was one of those dingy <laughs> stations that they just put together. And we were one of the first online stations. Right, oh. like this was the big thing. Ooh, mixing mix sixteen twenty dot com, you know. <laughs> so this was like what two thousand eight. 
And we were like, oh, wow, there's this new thing now. Forget radio, you know, on the dial. Now let's go online with it. So, and that's when I first started my Twitter account. And I was like, oh, you know, this is interesting. I can actually say what the hell I want, you know, whatever. And then um, I met Pretty Lou, right, at that station. We started Front Stage Radio. Shout out to Pretty Lou. Right. And we were like, "Um, this is not cool anymore. Like, we don't really want this cock, like, talking behind us. You're like, (laughs) why would we be filming? So, like, oh, there's this place called Urban Latino Radio in Brooklyn. Yes. And we're like, all right, let's go over there, you know, and talk our shit. And we just started, and three years in, and that's where I met you. Yes. You know? Um, well, you met a, another cock. Right. <laughs> oh, zinga, zinga, zinga. Got him. We're editing that out. We yeah. were also part of Urban Latino yeah, Radio. Yeah, so I remember. We yes. Under the Urban Latino umbrella. Family, yes, mm-hmm. which we all left eventually. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I didn't leave, no. I, I didn't leave. I oh, got no? kicked out. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. Sorry. Out. Let's, let's yeah. say it. Let's I got, say I got it. booted out of there. Yes. <laughs> Never been kicked out of anywhere in my life. Right, right. You got escorted out. I did get escorted out. Uh, yeah. I left when they tried to start charging me. What? So, you know what you I'm know, saying? For a show. Like, <sighs> you know, at that point, I was like, ah, you know. And then I started working at La Mega. La Mega um, Yes, I was in El Vacilón for about a year with Juan Carlos and Carolina Cadillo. Who Skywalker. has a yeah. podcast on the Revolver yes. Network. Yes, so Carolina and sure I go does. way back. So I love her. And now she has a baby, you know, she's great. Oh, yeah, Carolina, like, I look up to her. Like, for me to listen growing up to her, right, you know, with my dad, with my mom on the radio, and then yeah. to be working with her, it was like, whoa, That's you know, nice. like, to my family, oh, my God, dame tickets para el concierto de Mega Mezcla, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no, I can't do that yet. I can't do that yet. You know, they got through some good concerts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then from there, um, I started this blog. It was called Strawberry Blunt. Yes. Um, it was all female. Well, I didn't really start it. It was with a friend. I, let me let me back up. You know, but it was we were we met on Twitter. We both felt very disillusioned with the industry. We we're like, you know, women are really getting a lot of shit right now. You know, like why can't we seem to open the door for ourselves? Like why are we like, like getting all the fucking scraps? You know, sorry. Mm-hmm. Oh, but please. We can fucking swear all the time. So, so yeah. So, we were like (laughs) talking our shit on Twitter, and then I see her tweeting about her crap at Hot and E7, and I'm over here tweeting about my crap. And we're like, let's put our crap together and start something, you know? (laughs) And Strawberry Blunt came about. Um, It derived off the DJ Enough, right? What's Strawberry Blunt? What is it? So, Strawberry Blunt was like this sassy, all female hip hop entertainment blog. We were like one of the first like all female groups to really get together and start blogging. Dope. And right? where did the name come from? 2010. Um, Strawberry. Bl- well, we both all smoked weed, right? Okay. Oh, and <laughs> all right. <laughs> that took a start. You know, and you know, we thought that Strawberry Blunt was also cute, cute because it was like a double conundrum, right? So we're sweet, sassy girls who speak their minds. We're blunt. Strawberry. Mm. Love it. You know what I mean? Mm, we talk wow. our shit. You know, we have a radio show. We blog. We do parties. And then, oof, that was crazy because I, we had about 40 girls from, like, New York and New Jersey, you know, that wanted to blog for us. Wow. We even had a girl in Spain blogging for us. We had a girl in, like, Utah blogging for us. And it just became so big. The girls just wanted to be a part of something. I just felt like they just wanted something to be a part of. And there was nothing like that at the time. We love you know? unity. Women, <clears throat> right. You know? Right. Like, and we, we grew like a sisterhood. We're like, listen, if you if you do these, you know, three hundred blogs will make you a sister. You know? <laughs> oh wow. That's like a fucked up sorority. <laughs> 
That's like yo, you do five hundred, you a queen. Yeah. I need you to work no, your I'm ass kidding. off. No, I'm, I'm exaggerating. And then you get your letters. I'm exaggerating. I'm exaggerating. <laughs> and then we hit you with the were, paddle. No, we were, no, we, we really, like, really treated them like our sisters. Like, we had, like, this whole, you know, like, a real sorority. We did a whole ceremony for them if they made it. You know, it was very, like, we, we you know, we spent a lot of money. Wow. <laughs> you know, but it was great. And it taught us a lot. It taught us, we put showcases together. We were, like, one of the first people to feature, like, Nitty, Nitty Scott MC, yes. Smoke Dizza. Um, you know, the, when they weren't nobodies at the time, you know? what I mean right. so like we were always had an ear to the street and that was our thing and then eventually the girls you know disbanded everybody got real jobs we grew up you know but what um, did you learn because that's the thing about you 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 know especially with online radio and blogs and everything what did you learn from that experience from that point on as far as like the strawberry blunt honestly I felt like um I should have stuck it out more I feel like we gave up too soon Mm. Um, MTV came on and knocked us, knocked on our doors, and we got an, a, a reality show. They wanted to base a whole reality show on us. And they gave us an apartment. They gave us stories. They followed me and my son, you know. And they didn't like us because we. This was before Love and Hip Hop, right, right before. And they were like, "Oh, you guys don't fight enough. You guys darn oh, enough." No. And we were like, we don't want to do that. We don't want to be portrayed as that. You know what I mean? So that broke our hearts because we, we were filming. Everything was a go. And then they were like, oh, we picked these Texas chicks girls that, you know, get drunk at a bar over you guys. You know, and that so show went on for like a season. That's actually and was I, a, That was a decent show, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> and I feel like we had so much more to give. You know what I mean? But whatever. That broke our hearts. We gave up. And we were like, you know what? Let's. I feel like if we had stuck it out just a little bit more, it would have been... You know what I mean? I feel like that taught me a lot to like not give up so quickly. Was that pre you know? uh, pre Jersey Shore, post Jersey Shore? Yeah. Because I feel like those type of like MTV especially. Yeah, it was they, right they, after at Jersey Shore, right before. They Love want and that snooky character. Yep. You need that mm. one hot mess. Well, of that's a character. why they picked that Texas tip show. It was a bunch of white girls in Texas <laughs> getting drunk, I fighting. I remember that show. Yes. <laughs> I know oh you ain't looking at my man. God. Get off that horse and yeah, fight that was me. Short lived. Yeah. Yeah. And then and then they ended up starting some show called The Sisterhood of Hip Hop, which was like, you motherfuckers, <laughs> wow. you stole our idea, like, you know? Damn. And that was featured on hip hop, you know, an artist coming up in hip hop. But whatever, we learned our lesson and like we could, it, we, it, it made us grow. You know, we were all like really sad that it was over and we tried to even start it again with a whole bunch of different girls. It was, just wasn't the same. And it was just like, we got to move on, you know? And now we've all kind of work in the industry. Everybody does their thing and we still all still kind of help each other, you know, when we can. That's beautiful. Um, Alana was a strawberry blunt girl. No way! Mm -hmm. I am what? shooting with Alana what? tomorrow. Yes. I'm playing her mother. A lot Alana of girls. Alana Johnson was a strawberry That is wow. amazing. Wow. <laughs> she has her web series now that got picked I know, up by BET. Too grown. I'm so happy that for her. Crazy. So like it's great, you know, to see everybody just like blowing up. Yeah, you know? and I think that's the positive. You you created this bond, mm -hmm. and now it is definitely still a sorority where everyone right. is in the industry doing their thing, right? And right. supporting one another. That's yes. beautiful. Because I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like especially with our experience, like online radio was not something that was being monetized, and you saw it. Like you had to. We were like an uncharted territory, and it, that takes a little bit more strength, and you have to have more patience because there was not the blueprint. There was not like right now when you see podcasts, you see the top. 
they're doing it. They're getting TV specials. They're getting Spotify. Right. But back then, on online radio and blogs and everything, it was tough. So hard. So it's so hard. I, to I, keep I, after it. SB, I stopped. I went to corporate. I did LG. I worked for Leica. I worked for like really big brands. And I was like, all right, I just I'm not making any money in this industry. I need to. Get back in, change up the game, go hard with my digital social media, which I was really good at. And I was like, let me just stack up a little bit and then come back. So I did that. You know, I took like a couple years off. I worked my ass off and now I'm back like with a vengeance and, you know and, and like I've, I've been work. I worked with enough for about a year you know I, I worked at Shade 45 a little bit that was awesome you know what were but, you doing there tell us um, well I was working with like the show they were putting together the show I was helping it was like a barter situation I was like hey I'll help with the social media with the heavy hitters let me get on radio you know what I mean? Because Excellent. at the end of the day, that's how it is, Hustle. you know, basically. So, and it worked out perfectly, you know, and I did what I did and now it's time to move on and focus on myself. And that's what I've been doing is I feel like I've been helping everybody else and kind of like self-sabotaging myself. Like, it no, I'll do- It is your time, girl. Right, now it's time for me to like kind of do my thing and that's why I have this show that I'm doing now. Let's talk about it. Yes. Tell us all about this so, show. This show is like, do you guys know Rich Vega from La Mega? He was Polito Vega's son. You know, Cambio Cambio, yes. Polito Vega. Yes. Okay, so he has a son, worked at Mega. He's helping me produce the show. Awesome. Right, so he loves hip hop just as much as I do, but he's also a Latino, and we grew up on the Spanish side. So I feel like us putting together the hip hop with the Spanish is really, really gonna help. And I'm doing it bilingual, so, so Spanish and English. Oh. So nice. I'm trying to see if I hit both. That is markets. unique. So what yeah. is the name of this show? It's from the desk of Melissa Sweets. Very simple. You know, um, it's just me talking my shit with my guests. Um, we, we we light candles. We do brujeria. We oh, wow. <laughs> all right. We talk about vinyl records. What do you mean? <laughs> what, are, what, are, what are you I'm following this year? Actually, I'm I'm uh, what am I? I think I'm Freddy Krueger or some shit. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm a the, sexy Freddy. Krueger. I'm a sexy <laughs> Freddy Krueger. Yes. Perfect. <laughs> I mean, that's never been. I, that's unique. That's not on the no. Right, it's not on my list. list. No. Okay. <laughs> all right. So. I was hoping. I was like, oh my God, please let me not Freddy Krueger be on the list. <laughs> but what inspired you to do the show? Because I know we were talking prior about how, like, especially being Latino, we, we live out like a hybrid where, like, we love hip-hop, but then there's Spanish music. So can you tell our audience, like, what was in, what's your inspiration in creating this show? I've always wanted to do it. I've always thought it was so cool how I can go from listening to Omega to, you know, Nas and just in just one song skip. You know what I mean? Like, that's just how my playlist is, you know? So it's like, I, I want to be, I know that there's other people like me. Right. You know what I mean? We're, that's us right like, here. Exactly. So I feel like there's definitely a lane for us. And that's, you know, something that I definitely always want. Even when I was doing Strawberry Bomb, I was like, we should do Fresa Franca or oh. Franca Fresa. You know what I mean? Like, that has a good ring to it. <laughs> I like that you should bring it. And I was like, you know, we should do a bunch of Spanish girls doing, you know, Latin stuff. And I had always that idea back then, but it just, you know, I just always wanted to bring the Latin side into what I do with hip hop. And, you know, it's always been like, I've been too Latin for hip hop or too hip hop for Latin. And it's like, no, you know what? I'm going to bring both and you guys are going to listen to it. And that's it. You know, there is definitely that cross section right. of like listeners of Latin music and hip hop, but we're not exactly spoken to. Right. We sort of don't exist in right. the world of right. the music executives eyes. Right. So in a space that is very male dominated, what are some of those barriers that you've encountered and how have you overcome them? Okay. Very nice. So great question. 
Um, and it's a complicated question because, like, I don't like to talk about it, really. You know, it's it sucks. And especially with this whole, like, Me Too movement uh-huh. that's going on and everything. But I feel like it, it hinders me more than it helps um, because I feel like men still still don't get it, you know. Um, they may say that they do and blah, 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 but really they don't, you know, and they pretend, you know, uh, a big deal thing that happens with me is that the guys in the industry end up like wanting to get with me or they like me or, you know, they look for more than what it is. And it's hard for me to be like, okay, no. And then they're like, okay, we don't talk to you no more. You know, like Mm. that happens to me all the time. And it's something that I've had to deal with a lot, you know, like, all right, I lost that connection. Next, Damn. you know, find another way in. You know what I mean? I'm not going to be. And that's always been my thing in this industry. Like, um, you know, I'm not going to be that girl. Like my reputation, I know, is everything. And I feel like if your reputation is strong, nobody can say anything about you. You will succeed no matter what. And if you treat people nice. You know what I mean? People will be nice to you. So that's always been my thing. So if like if it doesn't work out with that guy and he's being a dick, then he's the dick. You're not the uh-huh. bitch. You know what I mean? He's just the asshole that doesn't seem to get it. And you move on and you find other people that will work with you, sure. that will respect you. That And it's taken me a while. I mean, like I said, I've, I started, what, 2007, 2008? You know, it's been almost 10 years, maybe more. You know, so um, my son was barely born when I started. My son is now 11. So, you know, I started right after my son was born. I was like, oh, I got to do something, you know, and I wanted to follow my dreams. He motivated me to follow my dreams because before that, I didn't know what the hell I wanted to do. Oh, I feel you you on that, sister. Yeah. My first was born and the very next day I quit my job. (laughs) Exactly. I was like, I ain't going back. Right. Nope. I work for a beer company. And And you were miserable. Miserable. I was like, this ain't for me. Right. It's not my passion. Right. But all the friends that got free beer samples from that, they were like, what? Oh, forget it. My dad dad was so disappointed. No more kegs for me? I had a beer budget every month. I had to buy beer. Okay, so I worked for this big camera company called Leica, right? This is what, like, Hollywood uses. Lenses. Like, they're very expensive. (laughs) They're huge in Germany and Europe. And, you know, they were the first ones to invent the 35-millimeter camera. Okay? Leica. Throwback. So, yeah. So, like, I did their digital marketing. It was a great job. It was, you know, great, great pay. Everything great. And when... When I left, I was like, I wasn't happy. My parents were fucking pissed. Like, what? You know, I just same like that. You know, like, why are you doing this? And it's that's a lot, especially with Latinos too. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, question for you. Mm-hmm. You're talking about hip hop. You're talking about Spanish music. Did you ever see this whole? Because now the boom with J Balvin, all these guys that are now like mainstream. Even Drake rap, uh, rapping in Spanish. Or yeah, with, shit with, with Bad, Bunny. Bad Bunny. He should have just done the hook. Not the whole song. Did you ever see that coming? Did, were you forecasting it? Did you see it? I did. I did. I mean, reggaeton for me was huge. Like 2002, 2003, you know, um, that was like everything to me. I loved the reggaeton scene back in the day. And um, I feel like it derived from the old school reggaeton days when we used yeah. to do high, high school parties and house parties. And like that just, you know, the Daddy Yankee, Yamile, 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 Yes. Exactly. Joint right there. Exactly. Okay. So you know how you yeah, yeah, your finger like a... story. I've definitely had finger stories to that. Oh my god! I think I was <laughs> Hello. <laughs> definitely. Uh, that that is That's fingering music. Right Latino there. Latinos allowed after show. Yeah, guys. It's a little bit more raunchy. So yes. So I, I definitely felt like there was always something there. And if you really think about it, um, 
there's a bunch of old songs that rappers were doing in Spanish and bilingual that I can pull up for you, like 2004. Back in that, I, you know, even remember Nori with the whole yeah. Oye Mi Canto and all yes. that stuff. Right. So, like, I saw it. There was always that potential there, but I feel like it wasn't until, like, you know, the New York... Like, if you notice, you know, hip-hop started in the Bronx, right? Mm-hmm. And you notice... The whole Latin trap wave really started because Spanish rappers wanted to hear their music in Eng- in Spanish, right? Yeah. The, the the rap music they wanted just to translate, so they just started translating that shit with the same beat over it. And then Messiah was one of the first to actually put the music out, and then that shit blew up, and it was right there in the Bronx. Same that's shit, right? He, he was yes, right. So that's how it all started. And then that's, everybody's like, oh my God, suena como future, you know, like. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, Yeah. so Uh, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like also Cardi B helped a lot. Mm. Yeah. Cardi B helped a lot too. You know, bringing, dating Migos too and like having Migos do the Dominican and like, you know, now Will Smith, like look at, you know what I mean? So. I think it's great. I think it's awesome. And I think it was bound to happen. You so. have a tremendous amount of knowledge. Thank you. Of music. Thank you. <laughs> Are there any other thoughts like of what you can do down the road with this? Maybe writing a book or... Honestly, no. I would love to just be uh, an exec in music. Something. You know, um, you know, work in running playlists. Like, I would be happy with that. You got to share some of your play- personal playlists. Oh, yeah. You're, you're playing, they must be amazing. Yeah, your I always, playlists. I do one every week. So, and I have one on Apple, I do one on Tidal, and I do one on Spotify. Okay, Spotify. Dope! So. Spotify. <laughs> I'm like, wait, you're the, all right, Spotify, good. Awesome! Yes, yes. And um, the new people that I'm going to be uh, uh, interviewing, like, there's this dope artist, Melly Mel from DR. Melly Mel! Yes. We um, know Melly Mel. Yes, yeah, so people like that. Um, there's people, there's a huge Dominican trap scene in Chile. Really? So yeah. So Dominicans in Chile, man. Oh yeah, we everywhere. <laughs> yo, we are everywhere. Yo. So yeah. So there's Argentinians doing trap music now too. Like it's crazy. Wow. <laughs> so this show is gonna be a interview show, right? Yeah. Is, is there any kind of like? I know it's that an you're... interview show. <laughs> <laughs> is are there any special things that you're doing uh, other than the interviews that you put your little spin on it? Uh, and I think you were telling us in the green room you had some as far as maybe showing them old albums. Right, and stuff right. Like that. Okay, yes. So basically, if you're a Latin artist, I put you on to hip hop. Yeah. And then if you're a hip hop artist, I put you on to Latin stuff. Okay, you so know? just and things that they might not have heard. Right, or maybe they right, right, right. Like old school salsa or whatever, or an old, hey, did you know that this beat was made with this? You know, and I, then that's a great way to adding like your touch, your musical right. knowledge that you're like you're showing right. us now. Right, like it's good because it adds that little flavor. To yes, right. Your so, um, for instance, if I and I also collect vinyl records. Wow. So awesome. I have a bunch of dope ass records so uh, quick who inspired you like how did you my get dad, into, mu- into music my dad so my dad divorced my mom my dad's from argentina right from buenos aires and when my dad divorced my mom who's colombian right um i remember all i remember is him not taking anything but two bags filled with cassette tapes like that's all he cared about was his cassette tapes and his music and his baladas and his folklore and mm-hmm. Elvis Presley and you know Tina Turner and like he's the one that put me on to everybody American Spanish like he wasn't biased about music he hates the shit now he's like esto no es música <laughs> mm. <laughs> ese Bad Bunny 
But then my mom loves Bad Bunny. I mean, even got the Bad Bunny, Bad Bunny, Bad Bunny. Yeah. You know? <laughs> but that's the Colombian, you know? <laughs> okay, uh, my last question, because we do have to wrap this up. Top five rappers of all time. Damn, Rachel. Okay, well, Nas, Nas is number one. Everybody's list is different. I want to know what Melissa's list is. Nas, Biggie J. Yep. Um, Big Pun. Mm. And damn, I always have trouble with Who the last one. Who got that number five slot? Yeah, it's always, always trouble, that last one. Ay, ay, ay. Um, Too short. I'm going to say right now, um, Drake. Wow. Yeah, I'm going to add a new one in there. You know, because the other ones are kind of old already, you know what I'm saying? So let me throw in the Drake. <laughs> no, Tekashi But no, but Drake, nine, Drake is yo. just, no. <sighs> <laughs> I love him because he's Latino and he's, you know, but I just can't get into that music. Yeah. And you know? his hair is kind of crazy. I just can't. All That's right. too much but rainbow. Thank you, guys. I had so much fun. Yo, Melissa Sweets, everybody. <laughs> thank you, guys. <laughs> and if you guys look up some old-ass Juan Bago videos, I'm in there with him. Yes. Uh, <laughs> he forced me to be a music video girl for a little oh while. No. <laughs> uh, when you come back, we'll talk more about that. <laughs> We're going to do the que lo que. Un, dos, tres, vamos a bailar otra vez. Que lo que, This is uh, the part where everybody says, que lo que, so Melissa Sweets. Que lo que, loca. Bueno, bueno. Quiero que me sigan a mí, a Melissa Sweets. Um, la dulce de la radio, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, hablo inglés, hablo español, y si supiera chino, también hablara chino, pero no. But guys, follow me. Also, my new show, it's F-T-D-O-M Sweets. All right, that's where you guys will find. I post up all this stuff that's going on with hip hop and Latin, and yeah, that's pretty much it. Just Melissa Sweets on Instagram. Thanks. Thanks for coming, Melissa. Thank you, Melissa. <laughs> all right, who's next? Jamie. Yeah, just my social media, Jay Ferns at Instagram. Next. That's it. You yeah. just all right. Wow, Jamie, um, you're very. Uh, I, uh, they're in the Halloween Halloween season. I'm just very. I stay in my house. Low key. I stay in my house. Next. All right, so for me, uh, it's very uh, short and to the point. Uh, CorrienteLatina.com, go to their website, check out some of the giveaways. Uh, they probably still have some Comic-Con interviews on there. And uh, same thing with uh, Uptown Collective. Go to their website, check out some of the articles and some of the stuff that's going on locally. And then for me, um, while I was in L.A., I went to Pasadena and I went to the NHMC office and I got interviewed by their podcast, which is Millennials Meet World with Cruz Castillo and she'll be coming out this week. So I got an opportunity to talk and speak my mind. And for me personally, check out um, Juan Bago and all the platforms. And by the way, next week, because it's only two weeks away from me running the marathon, 26.2 miles, we're going to have a contest to see who can predict how long it's going to take for me to run 
the marathon. So where, where can where can people kind of be around when you're... I'm doing a party on my corner, okay. so we can convene you can be on Brooklyn, Staten 92nd Island. and 1st. Staten Island. I'm not going to Staten Island to see you. You got to <laughs> give us your bib number so we can track you and anyone yeah, who put wants that to hang out. out. I'm going to put that on social media. Come meet us on 92nd I'm going to get those bloody nipples on social media. I'm going to take that close up. That's it? That's the only reason? That's the only reason I'm going to support You're going to stay tuned just to see my bloody <laughs> nipples? Thank you, Jamie. I think you're going to do it in like 47 hours. That's what I... 40? That's impossible. I would have to roll to do 47 hours. I think you're going to take I'm going to do it in four and a half hours. <laughs> or I'm going to look up Diddy's score and I'm going to try to beat that. Wow. So. Okay. That's it. Um, so along those lines, shout out to the NHMC. We just yes. came from their uh, awards gala. That was nice. A friend of ours, Joanna Houseman, was one of the honorees. So shout out to Joanna. Um, okay, I have a few shout outs. Okay. Mad love to Yero.com. That's double L E R O.com, the lifestyle and news platform for Latino men. This week, they're putting you on to the brown wave that could change the face of Congress in the midterm elections. Log on to Yero.com for the full story. More people of color are running for hashtag Congress than ever before. Your girl also has a show that she's producing. I'm very Wait, excited. Who? Moi, oh, yours truly. Right, yes, yes. So on November 17th, we have our second installment of Comedy Derailed, a hilarious variety show. Ooh, oh, great wordplay. You know I love to play with words. <laughs> so that's at the Triad Theater. Two shows, 7 p.m. and 9.30. The lineup is amazing. Um, like, not even amazing, amazing. Are you like, going to let your listeners know who the... Next the, week, I'm going to give you guys <laughs> the full lineup. Ooh. Oh, wow. Stay, Stay tuned, tuned yeah. Stay tuned. I will tell Uh-oh. you, it's 12 of the hottest sketch, stand-up, musical improv um, comedians in New York Pretty. So you can get tickets at herlarius.eventbrite.com. That's herlarius, H-E-R-larius, dot eventbrite.com. I would get them soon because last show was sold out and uh, you don't want to be show, you know, shut out of this one. It's going to be good. All right, you guys, we have a Keloke Quickie. And a few weeks ago, she was in our audience. And when she told us what she did for a living, we were like, duh, you need to be on a Keloke Quickie. So, ladies and gentlemen, please put your hands together for Blenji, a.k.a. Next Stop Vegan. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Thank you for it. coming back. Because <laughs> you were here. Oh, my God, you have such a cute laugh. What is that? That's adorable. <laughs> That's adorable. Um, thank you for coming. Please tell everybody what you do because it's pretty amazing. It'll be a pleasure. Um, my sister and I are owners of Next Stop Vegan, which is a meal prep service. Um, what we do, we actually serve um, vegan food, plant-based food with a Dominican twist. Mm. Um, mm. So we um, prepare the meals for you with love and creativity and we deliver it to your home or your business uh, once a week. Sure. How about those manzanas? All right. That is really amazing. So what are some of the dishes that you guys prepare? Our main dish is um, one of the, if you know, if you're a Dominican or perhaps you have been to Washington Heights or Dykeman and after four in the morning you stand on those trucks, um, the chimmy trucks we call Uh, them. My cholesterol's gone high because of that. (laughs) Exactly. You have like lingüitas, hitas, and all the stuff that I don't eat anymore. (laughs) Um, But you stand in line for the chimmy burger. The chimmy, actually. It's not even a burger, but there's a chimmy. Um, So we have recreated the vegan version of that, and that is our popular, most popular, like, 
popular food right now. Um, people go, we have had people come from all over New York City just to try this chimie. What are the ingredients that you um, use for that? The home, the homemade patty is basically black beans. That's the base, um, just to give it that meaty look. look. Mm. Um, we might add some beets sometimes to give it that bloody texture, perhaps. And then um, grains, so it could be quinoa, it could be brown rice, it can be couscous. It all depends on what we're trying to create that day. But the patty is wow. actually homemade. Wow. So what is like the goal here? Are you just trying to get our people healthy but yeah. while enjoying those foods that we love? Absolutely. Yeah. Did I, was... I just put words in your mouth? No. I'm sorry. <laughs> you're totally I'm leading the question, you're right Your Honor. That. Sorry. Did I just create your mission statement? I don't I'm sorry. I think you just withdraw. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna listen to this again and write it down. Oh, Rachel just got the mission for us. I'm we a got marketer. A mission statement. That's what I do. We got a new mission statement. Right, Tita? Like that's that's what I do. Yeah, well Tita has helped create the mission statement. I think you guys have similar yeah, minds. You wanna talk about yeah. 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 No, but it's basically that we're trying to just um not come compromise flavors obviously we're trying to target everyone to just think healthier to make more conscious decisions but at the same time to not feel deprived from good food flavorful food creative food and in addition to food that you culturally are connected to um so we have just dominicanized um everything into a vegan you know we just do everything that you can think of we have just made it vegan so it's, mention anything. It's true because it's a challenge because I know there's been times where I'll go visit uh, my parents and I'm telling my mom, nah, I'm not going to like a low-carb diet. And she's like, que esa vaina? No, esto aquí mismo. So I know it's a challenge even in the household yeah. for Latinos because like traditionally like you're, they feel like you're giving up something. Yes, indeed. And it's hard and they just don't even listen. They don't even want to compromise. Yeah. Well, we were just discussing in the audience that nowadays um, people are more aware of vegetarianism or veganism um, even the older generations and the newer generations that the whole the whole world vegan is like a new trend like mm -hmm. I think everyone knows what vegan is yes. um, including the older generation whether they are just they don't eat meats and they are pescatarian people are now adapting that into their household so Thanksgiving can look like vegetarian versus you know carnivores <laughs> like it's very common now and there's no one is really like looking at it differently or pointing fingers at you or bullying you for being that, whatever it is, whether vegetarian, pescatarian, vegan, whatever you label yourself. Um, I feel like people are just kind of embarking in that journey because they know that it's for a better you. Yeah. Have you got a lot of people that like, probably like me, or like if I see, oh, this is vegan, I get skeptical. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, you gotta try this vegan pizza. And I'm like, yeah, but it's vegan. Yeah. <laughs> but So do you get a lot of people that have been skeptical, but then they taste your food and they're like, yo. Absolutely, yeah. all the time. Our clients, like 90% of them are non-vegan, um, but they commit to every week receiving our, our food because they just feel like the food is so good and flavorful that they're like I could eat this every like this is what I eat at home I'm just eating the healthier version of it and it's it's, it's amazing and I'm, I'm helping the environment in addition to animal welfare they don't really consciously know that they're doing these amazing things yeah. but they're doing it and I'm just grateful that my family obviously my mom and sister whom are the cooks I'm just the face <laughs> Um, but they come out there and they just give the sazones and, of course, all natural, just trying to bring that criolla taste to it and putting it out there. And people are like, oh, my God, I could totally like not eat meat for a whole week. And then a week as I see them on Snapchat or Instagram eating beef. 
do their thing on the weekends and I remember one of the guys in the audience was asking what do I do on the weekends when you guys don't send me the meals I'm like you do your thing like whatever your heart tells you if you want to keep on a healthy path you can go to so many options now you can go weekend um, exploring for vegan restaurants I mean Harlem even the Bronx now, besides us, has like one or two vegan options. Washington Heights, I mean, don't even mention Williamsburg, yeah. is full of vegan options. So you're, you're like a lot of, you're like their AA sponsors. You're like, yo, they call you in the middle of the night on the weekend, yo, I, I think I'm gonna, <laughs> I think I'm gonna crack, yo. Uh, I'm about what? to eat a gyro right, real quick. <laughs> yo, I got this chuleta, yo, I'm about to do it, yo. Stop it, yo. I have one more question, one more question before we wrap this whole thing up. Like, so what are some of the things that like you or maybe you know that will change? in your body once you go vegan? Well, what are the benefits that you know right. are true? That's a good question. Number one is definitely if you suffer from diabetes, um, um, hypertension, cholesterol, um, obesity, um, anything where even anxiety and things like that, like when you go on a plant-based lifestyle, it automatically helps to either balance it, decrease it, or even remove it. It's actually reversible. Wow. Um, and when you go in this, in this journey, you start seeing those changes immediately of course your body reacts to it because we're used to consuming animal products the moment you stop eating it you know you're going to automatically feel either weaker some people might feel the opposite they might feel super energetic um, but it all depends on what you're consuming of course you have to eliminate process when you first starting and go more for, for instance more into like fruits and vegetables and grainier food like quinoa couscous a lot of beans for protein um, and once you start seeing that and you start feeling that and you go back to your doctor and you see the results that are positive um, you're obviously positive in a, in a positive way where your cholesterol is reducing, um, you really start adapting that lifestyle and you start seeing that and it just happens. In addition to spiritual, like you just start becoming more consciously aware. Um, you start feeling lighter, more compassionate, kinder. You start wow. loving. It, it, Mike, on, you should become vegan. <laughs> it transforms. You can use a little more kindness. I, I, saw, I saw that joke from a mile away. So I knew it. I knew it. Knew it. It's well, not about you. It's about her right now. Yeah. Well, where can people find out more information and how to order absolutely they can um, actually email us at next.vegan.com I'm sorry at next.vegan.com yes um, Instagram direct message us um, next.vegan is our Instagram name Facebook as well you can message us there um, and we do have an establishment but it's not open to the public but if you're swinging by and we're there you could just knock on our door and we'll be there to answer any questions so slide in the DM to find the address yep and then just get your healthy on. Yes, and have fun with this. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. <laughs> thank you Blendy. for having me. Thanks for doing what you're <laughs> doing. You. If you want to actually come by quickly um, to check out the food, um, this Saturday we're going to be in the Bronx, the Bronx Night Market in Fordham Plaza. Any of you guys are welcome to come. Uh, have a cheat me, maybe some sancocho. It's going to be kind of cold. So. What time? <laughs> From 4 p.m. to 10 p.m. Okay. Right and in where? the Fordham Plaza, okay. where all the buses are like hanging out. That's where you can find awesome. us. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks for coming to the <laughs> show. Thank you so and much, guys. Doing what you're doing for our community. Absolutely. It's a pleasure. 
Well, that's a wrap, uh, you guys. Please follow me at Rachel La Loca. Thank you for all of the reviews that have come in. Mm-hmm. Follow us on Instagram at We Are Latinos Out Loud. On Facebook, We Are Latinos Out Loud. And Twitter at Loca Ibago. Another episode in the can. Thank you so much to our live audience. Woo. Yes. And to all that are a part of this movement. Until next time. On that note, we out. Oye, mijo, ¿qué show es ese que están escuchando? ¡Tremenda Vaina! Hola amigos y bienvenidos a Tremenda Vaina, el show donde escuchas cuatro historias que desafían la realidad. De las cuatro, solamente una es mentira. ¿Cuál será? Nos puedes encontrar en tu plataforma favorita. iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Suscríbete hoy. Y esto es Tremenda Vaina. ¡Tremenda Vaina! There have never been more options for your next vehicle, but the right choice has never been clearer. That's because Toyota has a high-performing hybrid built for your exact needs, like the stylish all-new Camry XSE Hybrid and Venza, the spacious Highlander and all-new Sienna with more cargo space, and the fuel-efficient and high-performing RAV4 Hybrid. Toyota hybrids save you time and money, filling up less often at the gas station. And of course, all with 10-year, 150,000-mile warranty on new models. Take the next step. Visit Toyota. Toyota.com slash hybrid or your local Toyota dealership to learn more.